story. Welcome back to Pilot Boys. My name is Caesar. And I'm Karen. My lovely host, co-host, lovely co-host, Karen. Say what's up. <laughs> Say what's up, Kay. What's up? What show are we doing today? The new HBO Max show, Made for Love, starring Kristen Malati. I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name, but that's how I've always yeah. pronounced and it. And the dude, the, the white dude from like Game Night and he was in Kimmy, remember? He's the... Uh, <coughs> oh, he's the... Uh, David Cross? Yeah, yeah. He, he gets, like, like reconstructive surgery. Oh, maybe that's a spoiler for yeah, the show. Yeah, he's, like, hot or whatever. Yeah. That he dude plays, like, a... In... He plays, like, an Elon Musk type, right? He's an Aubrey Goes West, right? Yeah, Aubrey? Yeah, 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 Audrey. Yeah, yeah. No. What was your name? Uh, Ingrid. I, like, Ingrid. Ingrid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know I fucked it up. <laughs> so, Made for Love is... How would you describe it? It is, it feels like, it feels like Black Mirror. Yeah, like they were. Well, it feels like the plot, the plot line feels like Black Mirror. Yeah. But I don't think the feel of the show feels like Black Mirror. No, it's not as like dire. Yeah. There's not as much like doom, you know? Yeah. And I think also because we recently saw her in Palm Springs. That it's, yeah. It feels like Palm Springs. But I think the setting, like, I think it's also in Joshua Tree, right? Yeah. Like, so it has the same, like, a very similar desert color palette. Yeah, so far. To Palm Springs. Yeah, but, I mean, also, like, Palm Springs was great. We really liked that. Yeah. And it also, I mean, this isn't, like, sci-fi. I guess it's, like, soft sci-fi because, like... It's not that it's it's not that unimaginable that it could happen. Yeah, pretty recently. I, that's or why it's like soon. Black Mirror vibes. Yeah, like near in the near future. So like that's why it kind of feels like Palm Springs because Palm Springs does also had like sci-fi, but it's weird that like that both of those and another one that I another show that we've been watching recently, Run, all how are like surrounding this like warped love thing you know like it's mm. not it's not like a relationship mm-hmm. but it's it kind of is it kind of isn't sometimes but like in this one they have a relationship whether or not they're together is in question but you know like it's i feel like i've been seeing a lot of this like like uh, the way that i guess romance like, is being portrayed is 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 starting to like evolve into like multi-genre kind of shit yeah i i think it's also like the way love can inflict psychological torture yeah. onto us. Yeah. Or un- we unto them. Like, we can use it as a tool yeah. to inflict pain like, in- to our loved ones. Like, what episode do you think of when you think of this, of Black Mirror? Like, what is, which one does this remind you of? Definitely the, like, the first season, or maybe it was the, the second season. The I one. Yeah, right? yeah, like, it's all, like, it's a... Classique. Yeah. But also, like, if you're thinking of Run, and it reminds you of Run, I think that couple was very, like, they, like, knew each other so well yeah, that they were able to pinpoint, like, to make situations that they knew would torture the other person, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. And so, I mean, this yeah. seems like that, just like, you know, there's not the, the fucking technology aspect of it. It's just, 
like an it's like a it's like a toxic relationship. Well, I don't know if I guess we can say it now that we've seen it, but is Run about a toxic relationship? Would you say? I think so. Yeah, right. Like, like you like, ultimately find out that like it was a toxic relationship. Yeah. And this is the same, you know. And Palm Springs started off kind of toxic, and then they like, you know, befriended. The other people were self destructive in it. Yeah. And I think the like that's also like a, an ongoing theme in these shows that we've mentioned that like there, there's a self destructive aspect that like you're accepting of the love <laughs> to quote to quote uh, perks of being a wallflower. <laughs> <laughs> You accept the love you think you deserve. God damn. Maybe I'm misquoting it, but it's something along those we lines. Accept, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's right. That sounds that sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> the 21st century but it's, classic. It's, I think the reason why I pointed out because it's not just romance. It's this romance, or I don't even know if it's romance. Would you consider Palm Springs rom- romance? It's definitely like you know, like a hetero dynamic. Doesn't necessarily mean like they're involved, but in Run for sure they are involved. But I don't know if in, in Palm Springs I would say that the movie's about like them getting together, right? Well, no, but also they do get together. Like, yeah, the romance is. So maybe maybe we should just stick to romance. I think it's like a romance, a dark romantic comedy. Yes, I, th- I think that that's where I was going to. Like the the dark comedy works really well with like the sci-fi. I guess for Palm Springs in this, you mm-hmm. know, like it's. It's like an, an entire new world, right? Like, it's very cinematic the way that it starts. You're, like, automatically put into this world where it's, like, reminds you of Breaking Bad because you're in the desert. Mm-hmm. But then you see, like, this building off in the distance. Before that, you get a commercial about, mm-hmm. you know, like, this food creating, like, the, the perfect dating experience through... Through some, technology. Yeah, through something he's about to announce. And then after that, you, you go to, like, her life, like, living with this dude. The pairing of, like, all these elements just, just like, ha- it has, like, the feel of, like, a movie, but, like, in a TV show. You know, like, it has, yeah. it feels like a, like a larger world that they're building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. What, Maybe what it's the pacing. Like, the, like, it's that it's very efficient in the images we're absorbing right off the get-go like starting it off starting the whole show off with a commercial really lets us know like what kind of world like it like sets the tone for the world that we're entering yeah i mean upload we forgot about upload that's another one that's about Mm -hmm. a relationship a Mm -hmm. fucked up relationship and it's this dude who like goes into like a digital afterlife yeah you know like there i feel like relationships and comedy and soft sci-fi are, are really popular. Mm-hmm. Run may not be the exact like. It's an outlier. This one deals more that. with that one is more of a dark comedy. Yeah, dark but I, I, exactly. Comedy. I think the tone of Run is like is what I like. I guess made me think of it mm-hmm. when in conversation with those, like what the show reminds me of. I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess the efficiency in way the in the way that they portray these images right away really i think plays on like are the images that we're consuming like Like now you know like 
the fact that he's like the face yeah. of like his company and like this is like an ad for like upcoming tech you know like he would probably pr- be presenting it at like you know like a like a tech conference yeah and like that is all said in that little like commercial yeah and i think it also i think devs there's another one is another one but that, that kind of like that one's too heady but like in terms of how like, it turned like, up all the way how like it it it's it captures really well like this tech mogul and like the the horror that like they can inflict because they have so much money yeah it's a like gavin newsom right gavin that's a governor <laughs> gavin Newsom from silicon mm, valley mm-hmm, you know like mm-hmm. he's he's yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. like a tyrant yeah because he's got so much money what did you think about like the way they portrayed the technology in this because i think that that's important for shows like this because like for example i think upload the like whatever it is like the the technological looking things just kind of threw me off like it looked kind of cheap and i like Mm. wasn't it it didn't really bring me in and i think part of the appeal for black mirror is because like it looks like good for the most part like you know when you watch that dallas uh dallas howard what's her name dallas bryce oh uh dallas howard the rating one like that ui and like just how it looks looks good for the most part and this one did too like it brings you in with like her being like uh assessed or like her her uh what is it called like her vitals mm-hmm. of her brain and like her emotion whatever it is like there's this overlay over the screen while she's getting an orgasm and then later on when she's like playing this playing this game that she likes like a flight mm-hmm. simulator she has to like she has to like rate the orgasm and i I just thought that that was those are like small touches but like they brought me into this like you know this world that obviously has like more technology built into their lives i Mm -hmm, guess mm -hmm. but yeah what did you think about i also like we just watched that wisecrack video on futurama they talked about how like futurama feels different from like feels very much like like the Jetsons, yeah. But like it, it feels more real because even though technology has advanced, I mean, it's more real and more like nihilistic because even though technology has advanced to the point that we have inter, you know, intergalactic space travel, yeah, people are still relegated to like being a delivery boy, you know, like yeah, because he's talking about, well, the harshness of capitalism still exists even in the future. But but also the way that like just because technology makes things easier doesn't mean that like it doesn't create new problems that mm-hmm. like like it still disenfranchises people because like it makes certain things convenient but also makes other things like inconvenient. Yeah. So even just like this where it's just like, hey, it's kinda cool like you know, it's like kinda cool that you can like rate your orgasms i guess but also they're using it as like an ad pop-up yeah and like that feels very real that feels like a very real inconvenience that technology brings to us that we think by like being able to to like track data for orgasms or like anything or anything like we track things like that to make our lives more convenient really just makes it it worse (laughs) it's like this this uh desire for efficiency Mm -hmm. as if like that's gonna you know, like on paper, or I guess like in theory, it, it sounds good, but it really just kind of like takes the soul out of yeah. like humanity, I guess. Yeah, and it's, it's such a small inconvenience, but also like 
it just ruins the entire experience. Yes. Yeah. But okay, so part of the let's let, we should I guess we should get into the plot. Spoilers for the the first episode, but it's about this this woman who's uh I guess kind of captured, right? Well, yes. We we come to to learn, but like so again, we start off with her escaping and then like we follow her through escape and it's like intercut with like her time that she was spending with him at that like I don't it's know, like a complex. building or whatever yeah. they're at. A hub. I think they call it the hub. Yeah, and then late later we come to learn that like well he had announced that 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 new app, the dating app that he was going to be the test subject with Hazel. Hazel. It's it's literally like a chip, right? It's mm-hmm. that's like the black mirror part of it. So he announces that he and her, he and and Hazel are going to be like the first subjects and then we find out that he had already implanted the yeah, chip. Yeah, she in thought her. she was escaping him implanting her with this chip that would essentially make their minds one. And later, like she's escaping from this and then she comes to find out at the end that he already did it without her consent. Yeah. I guess like another part of it is that she's very, very clearly see that she's like trapped in a gilded cage. Like she's yeah. like a, it's like his like very pretty prized possession that he gets to show off to his stockholders and his like board members, but she has no actual f- like free will. Yeah. And she has like, she's under, she's under extreme like monitoring from his company and she's been there for 10 years like she had like she mentions she hasn't even seen money in 10 years which is crazy yeah and also like i think that that's also i guess like what brings you into the world because like you know that like not everything's okay you know like like two-faced like yeah I guess like personable tyrant billionaire type face type person. Yeah, you like, know? like he, we're seeing a lot of these like very powerful people who like live two lives kind of shit. Who supposed like his image because we're so image obsessed is like this benevolent, you know, tech person. Like, yeah. but really he's a billionaire that can do whatever he wants and, and has his wife trapped in in their house for ten years. Yeah, and like I feel like on the second watch, I got a little bit more about like him. Like I heard. Uh, in the newscast, they're like, yeah, you know, he's like socially awkward or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like he probably is because he's a sociopath, it seems like. Because mm-hmm. he's obsessed with like tweaking or like he's obsessed with essentially creating love out of technology or like finding a way to, you know, technologize or whatever mm-hmm. love, to- which is like part of the 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 reason that he's evil is because like he thinks that he can force people into doing that mm-hmm. well i don't know do you think he's evil already or is that I, he did something without her consent and that's really fucked up yeah so i think he's evil in my mind i mean i don't know what she has you know i'm sure she has her demons or whatever but like yeah she's been trapped there for 10 years and she has no form of escape and like it's horrifying she's just there to be flaunted as like this possession yeah this is like happy wife persona and i think that's that is enough for me to make him pretty terrible yeah i mean the show is just it's a pretty like straight up concept with like it's just executed very well like it's very stylish like i think the the fucking uh the music is like kind of swaggy and like it's just like 
kind of a vibe most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, but what I really noticed, like, I guess just from the filmmaking, I think that, uh, or I guess like the composition, whatever you want to call it, the like pastel colors, like desaturated stuff, um, and then like the saturated, uh, I guess like scenes, like the one that's the most saturated is when she sees her dad, mm-hmm. and like you know remembers like her time with her dad, and the the parts that are super saturated is, is like during her escape. And then when, like, you know, she's back at the at the complex or the building or whatever, that's more saturated. Like, there's more vibrancy there. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that's... Is it, like, supposed to be, like, a Matrix thing? Like, when she escapes that, like, this is what the real world is? Or, like, what do you think they're trying to say visually with that? Right, like, I think it's the, the Gilded Cage scenario. Like, mm-hmm. every day, like, she's literally trapped in a cube, and yeah. every day is a perfect day. And everything is perfect. And, like, why would she complain about anything when, like, she has everything there right in front of her? She yeah. doesn't have to leave. She's also, like, that dolphin, right? Like, she's just another test subject for them. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, she, they're just trapped in this, like, tiny pool, but really, like, they have a pet dolphin. He's like, I'm going to go swim with my pet dolphin now in this, like, tiny-ass pool when really, like, it's a dolphin. It should be, like, it's... I think they're like, oh, like, the the dolphin's name is Zelda. And they're like, oh, Zelda is unhappy. Mm-hmm. And he, like, does not understand why it's unhappy. He's just like, well, make her not, like, make her happy then. Yeah. And it's probably because she's, like, trapped in this, like, 20-foot pool. Yeah. <laughs> like, she has no form of escape. Like, she only, you know, like, I think that's, like, a good, like, they're supposed to be Compared to each other, the dolphin and her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a good point. Like, I, I totally, I didn't even make that connection. But like, yeah. And now that you pointed out, like, the dolphin was like, it, it is supposed to be like a status symbol for him. And also, it's, I think it's involved with like the technology. Yeah, right? yeah. Like the real test subject, the first real test subject for Made for Love was the dolphin. But you know, by saying that, like. I think that she is also kind of like a status symbol for him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's weird that this is the first connection that I made, but I think Devs is similar, but it's like, it's like this, you know, like, because they're so technologically connected or like, so, you know, like, that's their their profession or like what they do, they think of themselves as God and like, they can have all the things that they want. For Devs, it was him trying to find a way to connect with his daughter, we'll mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm. For this foo, it's like he's trying to just get a shortcut to to love. Yeah. And it Connecting reminds me. with your per like being able to, uh-huh. The, the thing that I thought of right away, and this is maybe weird, but I was thinking of that Indian matchmaking show of like one of the rich dudes who's just like, yeah, like I've already figured out my career. I figured out all of this. But what I can't figure out is like dating. He thinks of his life in this, like, I have to be efficient. It's almost like Patrick Bateman shit. Mm-hmm. And who another person who doesn't know how to be in a relationship. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's these disconnected, like, sociopathic people who, like, try to find a way to game love, essentially. Yeah. Like, ultimately, even, like, they have, they have such huge egos. They crave, like, status and, like, perfection so much but ultimately, like, the thing that they can't get, like, they can accomplish as much as they want. But the thing that they really want and they cannot get is, like, human connection. Yeah. Because they just, they can't connect with people. Yeah. 
What other what other things stood out to you about the show? I want to talk about the actors now. Billy Magnuson. I think that's Magnuson. Yeah. Mag Magnuson. Magnuson. Okay, sure. Mag- Billy. Magnuson. All right. So Billy Magnuson. <laughs> Billy Lasagna. <laughs> what about him? Anyway. Talk to and me. And Kristen Milotti. They're like the the main yeah. characters, right? And then I came out also. It's me, Ray Romano. Ray Romano. Uh, uh, I I love that they're 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 in this though. Like I feel like she like got like the short end of the stick in uh-huh. How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> you know, I kind of disagree. I think she's been in more shit than a lot of those foods. Well, what well, I'm I'm specifically talking about How I Met Your Mother. Like she was uh, only like uh-oh. they made this huge well, announcement. Well, well, I mean, okay, spoilers for How I Met Your Mother, I guess, if you haven't watched it. <laughs> but Kristen Milati plays the mother. Yeah. And she's only in it for one season, and then she very quickly dies. At the end. <laughs> like in the sentence, in one scene. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, she died of cancer. Yeah. She wasn't even important in the whole yeah, nine seasons. Like it's, uh, I, so I think she got... For her, like, first... I feel like they made this huge announcement. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, who is Kristen Milati? She's going to be the mother. What does that mean? And then, like, the season came and everybody was, like, super disappointed with how they wrote that season out. Yeah. And after that, like, she's been in things. But I feel like her first, like, big high-profile thing was, like, How I Met Your Mother. And I'm just excited to see her. And, like, uh, she came out in Palm Springs and she was great. She was in Wolf of Wall Street. She was... uh Leo's first wife. Yeah, the first wife. Yeah, like, I'm just excited to see her in things where she's, like, the main character. Because I think she has, like... I think she has really good comedic timing. Yeah. And... The scene was great, by the way. Like, because she has, like, those big doughy eyes. Like... She's very expressive. Yeah, like, her face is very... Like, I think she's... Her face reminds me of Brie Larson. No, Alison Brie. So, you know (laughs) what? She looks kind of like fucking... The redhead and how? What's her name? Fucking forgot her name. The redhead and how I met your mother. Oh. I mean, they look different for really? sure, but like they have like a similar face. She looks. I think she has like a th- more petite mm-hmm, look. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I thought that they looked very similar then. But I agree. I think that she has this like this physicality that is able to like, you know, display humor, but also like. She knows how to go deadpan or like super serious very quickly, which or is she like be really warm and vulnerable too. Yeah, I which think. is why we get the like you know like when she's serious, we start to pick up on the fact that like she's uncomfortable in this relationship. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree. She she does a good job at like even the warmth stuff too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I'm excited to see her in this, and I'm just as excited to see Bill, Billy Magnuson. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking all this shit like oh it's billy magnet blah, blah, blah. oh i did it on purpose he it's didn't fucking see my face. billy magneto yeah but yeah we just billy watched magnesium. that scene. Yeah. <laughs> billy mag manganese <laughs> um that scene we just watched it was a scene where like you start to f- you start to figure out where fucking goggles what's his billy magnesium <laughs> He, like, uh, starts to call her and, like, set off alarms and, like, it's, like, I think it's, like, a super dope scene. Because, like, you start to see her realize that she's, like, being tailed or, like, she she starts to get paranoid. Mm. And then, like, this this random black dude on his phone with, like, no t-shirt and, like, a scar on his tummy is just, like, hey, this dude wants to talk to you. And it's just, like, this great, like, shot. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, it's broken up into, like, multiple shots, whatever, but, like... It's a good scene. It was, like, a dope scene. Like, there was movement. There was, and, like, engaging, you know? Yeah, and also, like, I think they do a good job of, like, just getting, like, a regular dude. You know, like, yeah. he's, like, a but regular dude. he played dude, it so well, too. Like, minding his business. And, like, I, I guess, like, how would you react if, like, you suddenly got a call on your cell phone from, like, yeah. Elon Musk? saying like go talk to this lady that's in your front yard i'm not gonna say that because it's corny <laughs> yeah i thought he actually played well i, I mm-hmm. actually enjoyed this like that little scene a lot mm-hmm. and ray romano's in it too yeah and ray romano's in it who i mean he's your voice twin yeah i, I did the right, voice actor. you gotta do it you gotta do it Arr, that's all i got that sounds more like teddy from Pop. <laughs> um but anyway Billy Magneto is great, and we've seen him in things and the things we mentioned before. And I feel like He's I was a little worried. Casting. Yeah, but I was a little worried that he was going to be kind of typecast as like the dumb, like the dumb jock. Yeah, you know, like he was just—he's just a very good-looking dude. But I think he's like he has really good com- like comedic timing. Yeah, he also has like he's able to like access this like he's terrifying too. Yeah, right. Because like, like <laughs> his warmth seems real but also like it's like this like like not real like errat- not erratic what's the word I'm looking for like there's something unhinged about him yeah there's an intensity yeah there's an intensity it's about him it's in his him. eyes and mm-hmm. his nose right cause even though he's like he's like a really good looking guy his eyes are kind of small yeah and like cause he's so good looking you expect him to be evil yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> Like, how dare you be this good looking? He looks like a Ken doll, you know? And who thinks of a Ken doll as, like, the good guy and everything? Yeah. And also, like, because he's good looking, you expect him to, like, not be that talented because you hope he's not that talented. Um, (laughs) But, like, you watch him in, like, Game Night. You watch him in Kimmy Schmidt. And, like, dude is funny. Yeah. Like, dude really, like, brings you in. And, like, you kind of root for him. Like, I remember in in Game Night, he's kind of like this, this, like, like the the smart mouth asshole or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he's he was hilarious and like he's as you said like he has great comedic timing, I think, and we we haven't seen it in this show yet. But it's nice to see that he's he's got he's getting he like a role where he's gonna be able to like yeah like he's like people are treating treating him seriously yeah and I appreciate that and I like I love the casting in this. But there was a mystery here that I didn't catch the first time. But you think that the dude who she she chops his fingers off? You think that? He was actually there to to help her? her? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, maybe he was trying to help her. Yeah. But, like, that's not the way you go about helping somebody. Yeah, and also, like, the way that they subvert for these shits is, like, she's probably the villain in some way, right? It's gonna be, like, some uh, Dory from Search Party shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, he, like, he held her captive. I mean, this is us totally speculating. But, like, (laughs) he held her captive because, like, she was actually very self-destructive and, like, she had to go to rehab a few times, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. that's that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I hope I don't know. It seems like a dope premise, and like I'm very excited to continue it. And this is like one of the, I think this is one of the best pilots we've seen this year. Yeah, it's it's I, like so well crafted, mm-hmm. so well paced. Like it's it's just got like everything going for it. Yeah, I was like worried that like the slow like the moments in the house were a little too like artificial i guess like they just felt a little too artificial but i think that added to like this horror 
about yeah. it. You know, or like glass like, of mirrors kind of shit. Yeah, like everybody or knows like mirrors? <laughs> glass of mirrors. Aren't is it I'm all like, yeah, mirrors that. glass? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. House of House of glass, glass mirrors. House of mirrors. House of mirrors of houses. Mirror house. <laughs> all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. So we're like um artificial thing in the in those slow moments they added to that like she's being mon like every one of yeah. her moves every every minute of her day is being highly monitored mm-hmm. yeah and so like even though it's like a little it's a slow scene and it might like look too artificial like it like it it works i actually thought those scenes worked really well like i think those are because they're the slowest moments in the in the show for the most part because the rest of it is her like performing who she is and like you know i I thought that those moments actually worked they were like the most serene moments except you can see that it wasn't Mm because like she had that turmoil that she was you know like something her face works a lot like her face does a lot of the work yeah and her eyes for sure Mm -hmm. but yeah that's kind of all i had to say about the show did you want to no i think that's that's it i'm excited to see where it goes same yeah I don't know. Uh, is it? We? Do you know if it's a miniseries or? I don't know, actually. Because <clears throat> so there's like what six episodes out now. What would you rate it? I would rate the pilot a four point five. Why? Because it was really good, and it it kept me. I'm like I want to like I'm ready to watch all those six episodes. Like I want to just know what's happening in this story in this world it was very immersive the acting was great yeah doesn't say it's gonna be a miniseries mm. it feels like a miniseries i don't know who knows who knows what how, how far it goes like i, I guess i want to see i think we should finish the first season before we even decide if we want to keep watching but the first episode seems like it has like i feel like the story has just started like they, yeah. they really put us in like I feel like there's plenty of, like, story to be seen. Because, like, I want to know more about the world. Yeah. And if the first episode is any, like, testament to that, it feels like it's going to be, like, a really interesting world mm-hmm. to to find out more about. And with these great, like, performances, it's going to be a good show. Also, like, the filmmaking and the music was tight. So I, I would go 4.5 for the first episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe the pacing could have been a little better, but... Even then, I think it it works. Yeah. I actually think the pacing was... I I think... Well, because we watched it twice. I think the pacing worked a lot better. Like, I was just like, oh, like, I'm... They're really bringing me in slowly and little little by little. Yeah. I guess I was just a little impatient Mm. with, like, the pacing. Gotcha. Because, like, I want to know, like... Because I'm impatient about it now. Like, I want to know more about this world. Give me more details. Yeah. Um, But really, like, it's not trying to do that. It's like... Yeah. tantalizing the mystery of their relationship yeah. and how I, they got there. I like that they're teasing it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'll probably go for, like, two seasons. Yeah, probably. That's what, it, that's what I'm feeling. Those are the, the vibes I'm getting. Yeah, I think I'm, imp- I'm impressed. I want to I wanna see the world. I want, you know, two to three seasons. The yeah. episodes are really short. I don't imagine the season being very long. Yeah, I don't um, know. Eight episodes. Yeah, so I'm excited. All right. Tight. Check it out. Seems tight. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for spending time with us. Thanks. Besito.
Peace. Bye.